This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, March 2nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. CDFA fires FAIR CEO. LAO pushes Bay Delta plan. Port bottlenecks get Senate focus. And farm groups face black farmer concerns. Ross. Sacramento Fair continues despite firing CEO. CDFA has dismissed Sacramento County Fair CEO Pamela Fiak after very serious audit findings, according to Secretary Karen Ross. Fiak allegedly falsified expense reports to take home more than $100,000 in extra reimbursements, including during an earlier stint leading the Tulare County Fair. We'll provide interim management of that fair to make sure that the kids of this region have their fair and a very successful livestock exhibit and sale, said Ross. These are not things we undertake lightly. Cal Expo officials have taken over leadership as the fair's board of directors searches for a replacement. The 2022 fair scheduled for May. LAO urges lawmakers to expedite Bay Delta plan. The nonpartisan legislative analyst office has issued a report recommending lawmakers accelerate the adoption of the controversial Bay Delta plan governing freshwater flows. An assembly budget subcommittee will discuss the issue this morning as it considers funding new staff positions to support the plan. Updating the water quality objectives for the Delta watershed long overdue and should be a high priority for the state to complete the policy advisor's right. The legislature may want to consider whether it could take steps to expedite the state water board's progress. Those steps could include new statutory guidelines or deadlines. The board currently expects to adopt new flow standards for the second phase of the plan in fall of 2023, which kicks off development of an implementation plan. The LAO report suggests lawmakers press the board on why the process has taken so long, what the agency's doing to protect fish in the meantime. Keep in mind, the report does not mention the years-long effort to find voluntary agreements that would avoid the more inflexible regulatory approach in the current plan. Bozeman, Senate shipping bill has, quote, real teeth. The Senate Ag Committee's top Republican acknowledges that the Senate version of the Ocean Shipping Reform Act is not as prescriptive as the bill that passed the House in December. But Bozeman told AgriPulse the Senate version, quote, has real teeth in it. In the business community, quote, everyone that I've talked to prefers the Senate bill, Bozeman said. Now, keep in mind, the House bill specifically prohibits ocean carriers from refusing to carry U.S. ag commodities while the Senate version instructs the Federal Maritime Commission to come up with new rules on the issue a year after the legislation becomes law. The ag sector has praised the Senate bill, but proponents are hopeful the House version is eventually enacted because of its tougher stance on ocean carriers. Now take note, the Senate Committee on Commerce, Science and Transportation having a hearing on that legislation tomorrow. Farm groups challenge vehicle emission standards. Corn and soybean growers and ethanol manufacturers are suing to block the EPA's new greenhouse gas emission vehicle standards for cars and trucks. Two petitions filed in the U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit argue 
that the agency's analysis was flawed. EPA's greenhouse gas calculations intentionally ignore the significant carbon emissions associated with the production of the operation of electric vehicles, their batteries, and other components, while denying credit for the carbon reductions associated with using low-carbon liquid fuels, the petitioners say in a statement. Commodity groups face questions about minorities and small farms. Farmers representing major commodity groups found themselves in an unfamiliar position at yesterday's House Ag Committee hearing. Several Democratic committee members pressed the groups on concerns that minority farmers are being left out of farm program benefits. The group's representatives were asked what they're doing about it. Representative Bobby Rush, the Illinois Democrat, was met with an awkward silence when he raised the issue. Eventually, Brad Doyle of the American Soybean Association said his group had reached out to a black farmers group. We would welcome any comment or input from minority grower associations, he said. Nicole Berg of the National Association of Wheat Growers said her group would welcome new states into the organization, and she noted that USDA has programs for beginning farmers and minority producers. Russia's response, this is not a state-by-state issue. Being black is not a state issue. By the way, several commodity groups say Congress needs to raise reference prices for the price loss coverage, but weren't ready to make specific recommendations. We'll have more in this week's AgriPulse newsletter. Vilsack, USDA looking into business practices of retailers and seed companies. As farmers struggle with soaring input costs, the Agriculture Department is planning to take a closer look at how retailers and seed companies are pricing their products, Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack told the National Farmers Union yesterday. Addressing delegates to the annual NFU convention in December via Zoom, Vilsack said USDA plans to send out a request in the next 7 to 10 days asking for information about the operations of retailers and seed companies. We are going to begin the process of taking a look at that retail relationship and seed relationship, especially as it relates to intellectual property and seed patents, Vilsack said. This is all part of our effort to try to make sure that we are creating that balanced and fair marketplace. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Finally, here's today's He Said It. That's a really sobering statistic to start the irrigation season with. That Eric Ekdahl, a deputy director at the State Water Board. In a hearing yesterday, Ekdahl shared new data showing January and February not only broke a state record for dryness, but beat the previous record by a nearly factor of four. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, March 2nd. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.